0: Hello and welcome to The Great Beyond, an Is This Good companion pod where we follow up on last week's episode, answer listener questions, and catch up with each other. The person I'm catching up with is, of course, Jason Doyle, JD. Thanks for coming today. Oh, thanks for having me <laughs> as always. <laughs> uh, did anything good or not good happen to you this week?
1: Um, uh, you know, there were some, it was a very busy weekend. Very Mm -hmm. little time to myself. Two Mm -hmm. soccer games. Had to go to a spa banquet where my older son, Lincoln, was nominated for Best Actor. A spa banquet? Is that what you said? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Spa Student Performers Association, I, I guess.
0: Okay, and I like that you didn't realize you had to explain that to me. Like your son wasn't getting an award for giving the best seaweed wrap or something. <laughs> no, that's right.
1: Best massage goes to Lincoln Doyle.
0: Now, and uh, what I love is that he he didn't just sit on his laurels and stick to Swedish. He's doing active release. He's doing Thai. Um, and and the he every summer he's adding new skills. That's what makes him, uh, spa award winner worthy. That's right. Now, he was nominated, but he did not win. Um, okay. So that
1: was a, not a bummer, but it was, uh, it was did expected. Did he think he was
0: going to win? No, no, no,
1: no. Okay. Uh, he was the only junior. All the rest of them were seniors. So, Okay. Um, so that was fine and stuff. No booze, like, hmm. which is, you know, <laughs> totally expected, but also, like, when the question was asked, like, I was like, you think they're going to have a bar there? He was like, "What? <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you talking about, dad? This is a high school function." <laughs> but it was in it, it was in like an event space, like where you would go to a wedding, right? Mm-hmm. Like so it was kind of fancy. It was formal where um but uh yeah, so it was like your two choices were very, very 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 sweet iced tea or slightly less sweet lemonade. And that was it. Those were your two options for uh for beverages. But anyway, so it was kind of weird to be there for like three hours in this awards,
0: you know, sort of like... What do you think? You're at the Golden Globes? You're like, oh, yeah, this was more Oscars (laughs) where we're sort of sitting in seats staring at the stage, but I like sort of more cocktail style. I'm sitting next to Brad. I'm sitting next to Jen. I mean, no, sorry, you can't put Brad and Jen at the same table. What am I talking about? God, no. Um... Uh, But hold on. I I have a question. Do you think that they're not serving booze because, uh, you know how like Every week, it seems there'll be a story about minor league baseball or... I don't, Sorry, I don't even mean minor league. I mean, like... Little league. Little league. Yeah. Or hockey, where there'll be some fight, like a parent will fight an umpire or something like that. Right. Uh, is the theater community like that in the sense of, like, <laughs> my son is the greatest, and if people were drinking, then there might be room for confrontation? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's possible...
1: I think that generally it would be totally inappropriate to have alcohol at a school-sponsored event. You know, like, all the teachers were there, the principal was there, and they don't mess around there. Like, Mm -hmm. they're very, very straight-laced. I mean, it would have been one of those things where, if there was a bar, that would have been, oh, this is a nice surprise, great, a cash bar, I'm going to have, treat myself to, you know, whatever, a glass of wine while we're enjoying the festivities. Mm -hmm. But there wasn't, and it was fine, but uh, it was... It made it made the night a little longer. you know what I'm saying? So this is your not good. it's yeah I'm saying it's, it's not good. <laughs> okay. I got to spend an entire evening with my with my family, got all dressed up, but it, you know he didn't win and you know this is like watching a bunch of other kids. It's like sitting through an award show that you kind of don't care about.
0: Are there, are they showing, you know, like at the Oscars, they'll do the songs from the Oscars, from the Oscar-nominated movies or something? Is there anything happening on stage other than people going up and giving boring speeches? Literally nothing. In fact, it was my main note leaving.
1: Oh, you had notes. Oh, I had many notes. <laughs> I always give them notes. Uh, and I'm like, he's not in control of the... I know. But Award I can't. Show. I can't help myself. I'm like, would it kill them to do? You're in art school. Like, would it kill them to like sing a song or something? You got hmm. all the best so- singers in the school are right there. They're like, just you know, belt out a, a little Mariah Carey or something. I don't know. Uh, Ain't no mountain high enough. I know they know. Well, that hold on. One.
0: Were there musicals? Yeah. Oh, so why couldn't they sing a song from one of the musicals? Everyone that performed in it is there. I know. It's. It was literally. We're we're handing out awards and
1: that's it, and you know there were some like tearful speeches and stuff like okay, that. Okay, that's sweet. So that was sweet, um, you know. And then, but other than that, it was just literally like, oh, here are the nominees, and I was just just sitting there going like, well, wow, this could be so much. I'm such an asshole. Like that's how I am. I'm just like, well, you know, the best, the best speeches, like setting up the whole thing, were were the dancers, the dancer, the dance. Portion Like, mm-hmm. you know, every there's a pods of all the different arts that they, they do. And so the dance pod or section, whatever they call it, fucking killed it. Like, killed it. They did a roast. Like, they roasted everybody. It was the funniest thing of the entire night. And I said to Lincoln in the car home, I'm like, it was pathetic that <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the... <laughs> you guys are the you know the improv these are the kids that do the improv his group like the drama group the kids you know they do the the they do improv so they're
0: so they're the worst
1: (laughs) right exactly exactly but it was just like
0: you should have gotten in the car and said hey Lincoln I got a note for you this whole thing would have gone a lot faster if you had won
1: Yeah, but again, he had no control over that. And he had no control over the festivities. None of us knew what to
0: expect. But, uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, I think it's it was... nice that you can find a way to be hard on your child, even when it not, has nothing to do with it. I think <laughs> that's sweet. There's always a lesson to be learned, man. <laughs> that's right. You're like fucking Aesop over there. Um, what about you? Anything good or bad happen to you? Well, yeah, uh, I'll do a bad one. And then if okay. I feel like it, maybe I'll, I'll sprinkle in a good thing. Great. Uh, so this this past Sunday, I uh, was just at home with Jill, uh, watching some NBA, and then we were like, maybe let's go for a walk, or go for a walk. And then we decided, oh, maybe we'll grab a quick slice, grab a quick slice. And then as we're walking home, we pass a bar that's in my neighborhood, and Jill's like, oh, do you want to grab a beer um, before we go back? And I'm, you know, I'm, I am kind of got the Sunday scaries. I'm like, eh, I don't really want to, but figured, <laughs> Sure. What do you mean by Sunday scaries? Like the uh, the
1: anxiety of Monday starting and or... yeah,
0: like was okay. I productive enough last week? Oh, I got a lot to do this week. Okay. You know, you, you you give yourself the pep talk. Yeah. This week I'm not going to eat like shit. I'm going to exercise more right. than I did last week. Sure. Uh, I'm going to drink less. Um going to get knock these things off my to-do list. Then you wake up Monday morning and you're like <laughs> <laughs> I shan't be doing that. <laughs> so we go in for a beer and uh, there's a bouncer, which kind of surprised me because it's just, it's kind of like a divish bar. And again, it's like 6 p.m. on a Sunday. It's bright sun out. Like, doesn't feel like there's any danger afoot. Right. This um, is walking distance to your place, I assume. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. So we walk in and the bouncer goes... To someone behind him, I don't, don't, it wasn't even clear to me if that person worked there, was just a friend, just someone he was talking to when he walked in. So he goes, he goes, yo, check this out. I click calling the guy over and I'm like, oh, this is, I hate this already. I don't know what's going to happen, but I hate this. <laughs> so he goes, let me see your IDs. Okay. So I take out my ID, Jill takes out her ID. He t- holding them both in his hands, like like holding them up to the light, like hemming and hawing. Wow. And he goes, now this is interesting. And honestly, when he said, now this is interesting, I honestly was going to go, all right, well, we're good. <laughs> and just like take the ID back yeah, and just yeah. walk out. There's like <laughs> four more bars we would have passed on the way home. I, I, I almost did it, but I didn't want to like <laughs> – I didn't want Jill to – be upset and be like, why why did you overreact like yeah. that? I was like, I don't know. It's just, I'm tired. I don't want to deal with a bouncer <laughs> telling me that something is interesting about my ID. Mm-hmm. So then he goes, so he goes from, like, his, like, professorial hemming and hawing to, like, a bit of a twinkle in his eye and a smile on his face. And he goes, now, which one of you smiled in your driver's license pick? So I'm like, I don't want to participate in this. So I go, not me. And Jill goes, yeah, and by the way, Jill, who's not into this sort of thing either. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes maybe even less than I am. So she goes, "Uh, well, then I guess it's me. The guy chuckles to himself, turns to the guy behind him that he was, you know, talking to before, and he goes, neither of you were. (laughs) Then he hands us our ideas and goes, all right, now get on in there. That's how you do it.
1: Oh my I'm like, God. oh my
0: God, no bouncer bits. No bouncer bits. <laughs> Fucking LA, man. Uh, no, but I'm telling you, this, it wasn't like this guy was like a young actor. He was an older gentleman. He, he was not an actor. Like, this could have happened anywhere, JD. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But yeah, you're right. There's enough anxiety.
1: Let's handing your ID over as a 40-plus-year-old man.
0: Yeah. it's already
1: fraught with embarrassing,
0: embarrassing. a it's bit embarrassing. of an age difference with jill too maybe right. yeah. like, you could do better than this old <laughs> fart <laughs> um okay but it, it doesn't quite end there because this is when this is bouncer bits they go wrong yeah. okay so we have our our one beer okay hashtag zach low and uh <laughs> As we're leaving, there's a, another a guy and a girl. I, let's assume they're a couple, handing their IDs to the very same bouncer on your way out. This is on cool. on the way out. Okay. And you know, it's like a a big double door. So we kind of go to their right, like you know, we're just sure. walk past them. Nice. And as we're walking past, the guy says, oh, "Excuse me," and I was like, uh, in my head, I'm like, yeah, "You don't need to say excuse me. We're just <laughs> leaving. Like it's there's plenty of room here, sir. Right." right. <laughs> But they're engaged in the bouncer pit. And then as we're leaving, now suddenly Jill's pissed off. And and she's like, the fuck? Did, that was so rude of that guy to say. And I was like, what? Why? He just said, excuse me. And she's like, no, you didn't hear him. He said, you just had to say, excuse me, as if like we're like, you know, pushing him out of the way but we were, there was enough room to walk by without getting anywhere near him and this wouldn't have happened if the bouncer had just looked at their IDs and said, yes, you are over 21 come on in, but he was doing his bits I don't know if he was doing the, the classic which one of you smiled in your picture I don't know if he was, what's another fun bit he could have done look, like, uh, which Well, I guess, which one of you is taller I guess they would yeah. know Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else he could do you could quiz the, uh, about the other, y- your partner's birth
1: date, I guess? Address,
0: I yeah. Which yeah. Which one of you is an area? No, yeah. then you would know. Which one yeah. of you has a Class C license? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm just, no bouncer bits. No, yeah. This is a new rule. Yeah, just get it over with. Get it over with. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll say something positive. Okay, That's us it. Don't want to only complain. Um, I was at a, a dinner party uh, on Friday at someone's house, Okay. And I just want to say that, you know, like you, you learn skills when you're at jobs, but that skill is usually like I learned how to do Excel modeling, or I learned how to uh, use this program, or I learned the basics of marketing or something like that. But at our last job and sort of at your current job, we learned about basketball. Right. And I was at this party and this guy who I did not know, I'd met him once very vaguely, but didn't know anything about him. Didn't, wasn't sure we had anything in common. And he gets up and he's like, looks at his watch and he didn't really know anyone else there. And he's like, you know, looking at his phone and he's like, has a a look of consternation. Yes. And, uh, I'm like, oh, what's up? He's like, ah, I think I'm going to leave soon. I I really want to catch this, uh, the game tonight. And I was like, oh, the Nuggets game? He lit up, J.D. He's like, yeah, I'm so excited. Like, you know, they're playing so well. I'm like, oh, are you from Denver? He's like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't watch so much during the season, but I'm like really into this playoffs. And then we talked about Jamal Murray and how he's Canadian. Mm -hmm. And uh, because a lot of people at this party were Canadian. Okay. Anyways, what a delight to be able to bond over sports with someone. Isn't it like it's... The monoculture wins, <laughs> and I know I'm saying something that is so obvious, but as someone who never could talk about sports with someone, yeah, it is really nice to to have something in common with a stranger and watch them be so excited about Correct. their team. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, to hold your own in that kind of conversation before the starters, basketball Jones. Not really a
0: thing for me, anyways. Like. No, I would have been too nervous. I would yeah. have been like, I don't know. They're going to know that I'm a fraud. Yeah. I mean, I still feel like a fraud, but, you know, I guess I realize that I, compared to just an average fan, I know just more than they do, frankly. Right. But also, you don't have to say anything you don't right. have to be like wow those sideline out of bounds plays they're running like michael malone's really got them humming <laughs> or you don't have to talk about like a Jokic murray pick and roll you just have to say my god how good is Jokic? they'll take it from there
1: oh totally have i to- told the story about arriving in britain
0: uh yes you did and you were saying something okay. about the burt's bees the, what are the, they the, called brentford beads yeah <laughs> the Brent... are they sponsored by burt's bees oh good question
1: the logo is similar like the mm. the uh, insignia
0: or whatever. Burt's Bees also sounds like the most British lip balm. <laughs> right? Right? For sure. For sure. Uh, h- honey, could I get a spot of Burt's Bees? <laughs> <laughs> For my chapped lips. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I'm sure with the, the dads uh, that you're huddling around with after the play, <laughs> everyone's nervous. No one's been, had a drink in them.
1: Yeah, um, no sports came up, unfortunately. Uh, Um, (laughs) I've never thought I would say that in my life. Uh, Unfortunately, we didn't talk about sports. (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous coming out of my mouth. (laughs) Uh, Okay,
0: so I have to turn this negative now, unfortunately. Okay, Okay, so I'm saying it's great to have something in common, like a monoculture, like one of the last few things that kind of everyone knows is happening at the same time how do you feel about talking about TV lately? Because I don't know if it's like a getting older thing, but I cannot fucking stand it. Like just in the same context that I said, you know, man, how good is Jokic? Or you upset Jokic didn't win MVP or whatever. Yeah. If people start going like, what do you think's ha- going to happen with Tom and Shiv on succession? <laughs> I, t- I tune out, I turn off. I, I yeah. find it so almost embarrassing to talk about TV now? The cultural touchstones of of television, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that way at all? Like, I know it's art. We're supposed to be talking about art, but I find it so embarrassing to talk about TV.
1: Yeah, I guess. It actually rarely comes up. I mean, we do a show about survivors, so Mm -hmm. that's, you know, natural. Um, But in my everyday sort of like social life outside of the show, it's always me talking... About shows that nobody's ever heard of, and I'm not talking about obscure shows. I'm just talking about the normies out there who just have never heard of Hundred Foot Wave. You know what I mean? Like, right, 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 right. And just, oh, you gotta, you gotta check out uh, that or the uh, this other thing that Skeets introduced me to called uh, I can't even remember what it's called. It's like oh, the survival show. It's a survival show. What the hell is it called?
0: I don't yeah. know. I think uh...
1: Outcast or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. But, it, but that's what it is. It's always me saying, Oh, have you ever heard of this? And it's a lot of that going back and forth. And then inevitably they'll be like, And I know way more about TV than they do. So it'll be like, Oh, have you heard of this show called Letter Kenny? And I go, <laughs> Yeah, I have. Fuck the Letter Kenny, man. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's so hilarious. And they say, <laughs> Oh, they say, well, Aren't you Canadian? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, You know what? You want a good Canadian show about uh, white trash people? Try Trailer Park Boys. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know, Letter Kenny. You like watching typewriters tap out dialogue? That's Letter Kenny. <laughs> <sighs> some heat. MJD. Oh boy. they're
0: gonna come after me in the Discord again. Um, but just to clarify, I will listen to people on podcasts talk about Succession, right? But somehow when it's a two-way thing, I, I don't know. And also, like, I would love to talk about the 100-foot wave with you. Oh. But I don't know if it's just because it's not I'm not already inundated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> inundated by waves of <laughs> analysis of a surfing show. Uh, but anyways, sports, yes. TV, no. Okay. That's where I've gotten to this at 41 is, years old. This is an interesting I'm just phase a surprised of life. As you. Just as surprised as you. Uh, all right, some quick housekeeping. Just a reminder, we have merch. Go to isthisgoodpod.com. Some people are starting to send in pictures of them wearing the merch. And, love it. Like the most people sent an email saying we love the show. But this is somehow the most delightful thing. Someone wearing the t-shirt. I saw uh, Dr. Dave
1: Weinfeld. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was next to a statue or something. He was next y- to
0: the Liberty Bell,
1: JD. I couldn't even focus on what he was next to. I was <laughs> like laser focused
0: on that shirt. I was like, wow. Okay. You just gave me an idea. We would we definitely be canceled for this, but what if we got like an XXL shirt, okay, and we put it over the Liberty Bell? <laughs> that's that's more... Okay, and we even cut uh you know, <laughs> scissored it up redis. right where that crack is. <laughs> yeah,
1: let's do it. Yeah.
0: Why do we get canceled for that? Well, I think it's like one of those uh, American totems that they get pretty yeah. offended if you right, right shit on or you like if you put okay okay this is it we put. <laughs> Is this the is this good shirt on things that's sort of like entreating people to ask, is this thing good? Like the Statue of Liberty, she's wearing an Is This Good T shirt. Right. Right. I love and then it. we have to ask, is this good? Well we don't and we just Photoshop it on there.
1: No. No, oh, you want like an actual t-shirt.
0: Yeah, I want to be like what's that guy Christos that that <laughs> yeah. art guy that just wraps things in fabric? He's like, "You like the Arc de Triomphe? You like the detailed <laughs> architecture, the stone masonry? Well, you're going to like it even more when we cover it up." <laughs> wow. We cover it up with a velvet. Get it, Jamie on the phone. Yeah, it is kind of uh, What do you think about that guy? Didn't he like Christos and Jamie Park? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Settle this. Who's, who's a better artist? Jamie Mottram, who designs t-shirts for BreakingTea.com, or Christos, who wraps... Random uh, shit up in... Priceless sizes. landmarks in fabric. It's uh, a question but, a lot of people have been yeah. asking. Yeah. Give me Jamie. Give me Jamie. <laughs> Give you Jamie Mottram. Uh Okay, so... Go buy that merch. Send it the pictures. Again, that's isthisgoodpod.com. Send me emails at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Could always use some good emails, some good sell this emails. Uh, subscribe to Is This Good on YouTube. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, join our Patreon, patreon.com slash isthisgood. Be a hound. We're having a lot of fun over there on the Discord. Um, our next live stream hangout is near the end of May, so you got some time to join. That'll be super fun. Um, little follow-up on last week's episode, which was a banger of an episode, JD. We had mm-hmm. Ariel Hawani on, uh, the MMA journalist. He's on HBO. He's on Showtime. He's got a podcast on The Ringer. He's got a podcast on Vox. As I said, very annoying. He's doing too much. <laughs> I don't know anything about MMA, but I feel like I could do at least one of those jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Actually, we are about to release a, uh, a clip of... Me asking, you know, the the Barbara Walters of MMA, the most you know known reputed uh, <laughs> MMA journalist, if you can tickle someone in the octagon. And what I like most about this clip is, if all you do is watch the clip, it seems like he is so annoyed at me. Really? Do I, like I say, can you tickle someone in MMA? And there's just like a long pause, and he's just like, <laughs> ah, well. I guess I guess there's not technically a rule about it. I didn't uh,
1: I didn't read it like that at uh, all. I thought no, but he, was... he wasn't.
0: He wasn't annoyed. He was having a great time. But I just right. think in that thirty seconds, <laughs> it looks like he's like. Oh my God, why did I agree to go on this show? <laughs> yeah, but he was took it very seriously and gave a very thoughtful answer. That's what I love about it. Yeah, no, no, it's great. So we talked about uh, hugging people that you meet for the first time. We did some great Pick Your Poisons about him and Dana White as <laughs> yeah. they have a contentious relationship, whether they'd like to go on a road trip together or help him move and let him let dana wear shoes in ariel's house which ariel (laughs) hates um but the first thing we discussed is pronouncing multicultural foods in the appropriate accent Mm -hmm. so this was basically like in america do you say croissant because that's the way everyone pronounces it that's the way the person at dunkin donuts handing you the croissant is going to know what to say or do you go up and say i will have a croissant (laughs) um so just a, a, a some a few things to follow up so cam g wrote Hold on, did you actually get through the whole topic without mentioning Lacroix? The company insists it's pronounced Lacroix. But really, it should be Lacroix. Yes. Which when it first came out, that's what I was calling it, and Same. I was ridiculed, J.D. Ridiculed by these because we were in America when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> what a brag. I was in America when Lacroix came out. Get on get on get on my knee, Grandchild. grandchild. This is before they had all the flavors. (laughs) This is before they had the tall, thin cans, okay? (laughs) There was lemon. (laughs) There was lime.
1: What's even worse uh, than being ridiculed for it, uh, for pronouncing pronouncing it La Croix, was the amount of people that I corrected who were calling it what it was actually supposed to be called La Croix. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's pronounced La Croix obviously uh-huh. uh and uh now I look back at every incident of that and I'm mortified absolutely mortified and to be honest when we were we were talking about that uh, Lacroix did come to mind but uh you guys were talking and I didn't I didn't <laughs> couldn't find a way in there to you know there we had enough we had enough skits yeah. and bits going uh, yeah, I mean, the first
0: 15 minutes of the podcast is just saying a word, a food, and then saying different ways you could pronounce it. Um, but something I came across this week, which would have been so perfect to bring up, and just like you're talking about like trying to correct people and tell them it's LaCroix, as we said on that show, have a little bit of humility. Because there's always... Another word in that culture that you do not know how to pronounce. Okay. Right. So this is from a profile of Don Lemon recently fired <laughs> CNN host Don Lemon. So this is from a 200, uh, 2015. What I mean to say is 2015, the year 2015. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a profile in GQ by the writer Taffy Brodiser Acker. You might know, she wrote, uh, Fleischman's in trouble, which also became okay. a TV show. Yeah, which yeah. We can't talk about, yeah. Cause talking about TV is lame. Um, <laughs> All right. So this is from the profile. So in the profile, uh, excuse me, they're, they're debating whether they should order dessert. She wants to order dessert at this lunch where she's interviewing him <laughs> right. and you know, cause he's on TV, he's trying to keep his physique. He says, you know, I don't really think I should eat dessert. Okay. But now I'm gonna start quoting from the article, the negotiation, he'll do it, but it'll have to be light. I look up and down the menu and suggest that the sorbet looks promising given his totally understandable criteria. He leans in, big warm smile, not wanting to correct me, but needing to. Sorbet, he says, like a news anchor. It's pronounced Sorbet. Sorbet, I repeat, shaky. I smile, not quite understanding the joke. Sorbet, he says with the confidence of a man who informs hundreds of thousands of Americans each night about what is happening across this land, as well as many others. It's pronounced Sorbet. Sorbet? Sorbet. Could he be right? I've been saying it like a French word for years, like a complete asshole. Have I, a native English speaker, a graduate of a four-year college, a frequent eater of frozen desserts, been <laughs> pronouncing it this whole to- mispronouncing it this whole time? And yet, and yet, when Don Lemon says this to me, I am sure that he is sure of it. And who can we turn to if not our news anchors? But now, here comes the waiter, and he asks if we've decided. And Don Lemon asks for sorbet, and the waiter looks at Lemon like... Are you joking? I give the waiter the silent, wide-eyed, micro-head shake. No, he's serious, but proceed with caution. But the waiter has guts that I don't have. And so he says, it's sorbet, sir. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I love I love Don Lemon just getting his ass
1: handed to him right there in that restaurant. It is oh yeah, it yeah. is. Pardon the pun, delicious.
0: It is delicious, and his last name's Lemon. Yeah,
1: <laughs> a classic sorbet flavor. <laughs> Did they, does it say in that quote that it's lemon sorbet? No, it's because okay. I in my mind it's lemon. So uh, it's just like a Freudian. It's in my head that it's lemon. Sorbet that Don Lemon.
0: Yeah, it ordered. should be. Yeah, it should be. I don't know. Maybe it's later in the article. But it's funny. Like <laughs> they say, his reaction is like he doesn't react. He's just like, I will have that.
1: <laughs> well, uh, that's uh, my my confidence is when I'm confronted with unwavering confidence like that. My I mm-hmm. I shrink. I shrivel almost every time. Like me too. And i like, fucking. What do I know? And, and it's exactly the way the the author is describing. And it. it's just like. I've been living my whole life saying a sorbet like a fucking idiot Mm -hmm. based on one guy, one guy's unwavering confidence. It's
0: something bold. I know it's, it's, it. okay. Anyways, be humble. Be humble. Yeah. All right. Now I hope you won't be upset about this, but we were talking about hummus on the show Yes. because I said, most people say hummus Uh or hummus. Yes. And I thought that the more authentic pronunciation was hummus. But well, Ariel hummus. said, yeah. you know what? He said, uh, I, my family is Lebanese and Egyptian. Yep. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, you're wrong. We don't <laughs> say it like that. So I'd like to quiz you. Oh, God. Based on what Ariel said, what is the correct way to pronounce it? It's closer to hummus. So it's like Huma. Ah, fuck. Give it. Just give it your all. Throw,
1: throw a little ethnic flair on it. Don't <laughs> be afraid. Uh, HUMOS." Uh, No,
0: that's not it. Is it? Okay, well, you're going to be so angry that I'm playing this off my phone, but sorry. (laughs) So your final answer is hummus. Okay, here we go.
1: We say hummus. Fuck. Totally different. We don't say hummus. We say (laughs) hummus.
0: Hummus. (laughs) Hummus. You were genuinely furious when you got it wrong. I
1: was trying to remember how he said it. I know, hum- so, but so it that, is. We that just is. named five different ways to pronounce it. But that's closer to how I say it. How hum- Yes.
0: Hum- hum- how you say it? You don't say it like I'm that. You say it. Na-
1: yeah. Okay. That's a- hummus. Yeah. Hamos. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great.
0: um <laughs> Anyways, go back and listen to that show if you have, and it's it was a super fun episode. We were talking about sports earlier. How much? NBA playoffs? Have you actually been watching? Be honest. I know you host or you produce an <laughs> NBA show every year. I just want to know how many, how much of it are you actually of watching? the playoffs? Yes, playoffs. I watched in
1: total, probably about one quarter of basketball. Okay, in so for total. every
0: four games that are played, you're watching one of them.
1: No, 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 no. I'm talking one quarter total since the playoffs began. So maybe oh, you like, watch
0: one quarter of basketball. <laughs> That's right. Okay, That's right. great, great, great. <laughs> uh, well, like you, I, I've maybe watched a quarter of basketball all season, but during the playoffs, I've been pretty much watching every game. Oh wow! I'm listening to Good podcasts feel. about basketball. Okay. Obviously, listening to No Dunks, the best basketball podcast on the planet. So, of course, I get I'm being inundated with ads for betting. Right. And I get the idea of feeling like you want to have some extra skin in the game, something on the line, but. I hate betting. I don't like gambling in general. Same. And especially when it comes to sports, like I want to participate. Like I want to feel like I have something on the line. But uh, guess what? It's supposed to be fun and I don't want to lose money doing something fun. Right. So I found a solution. And that solution is an app called Stakes. Okay. That's right. If, you, if I didn't say that, would you have even known that I've slipped seamlessly into a host red <laughs> ad, JD? I never would have known. You never would have guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but listen, because I think this is a great way to feel like you're involved in the game without putting money down. So Stakes is a free sports prediction game where you answer daily questions to build your sports reputation. So just to show you how easy it is, I'm going to open the app on my phone right now, okay. and I'm going to ask you four questions. You ready? Okay. Just yeah, go yeah. with your gut. Oh, so you're gonna, you're going to input my answers? I'm going to. Well, we can we can discuss. But okay. yes, okay. All right, uh, Denver leads the series 3-2. This is all the Nuggets-Suns game six, okay? Mm-hmm. Pick the game six winner, Nuggets-Suns. If
1: Nuggets-Suns. The Nuggets win, they're
0: going to win the series, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, I I'm going to say the Nuggets. Okay, boom. So this is over in six. I agree with you. Who will combine for the most points, Durant and Booker or the rest of the Suns combined? Which I hmm. think is insane, but I think they've done that at least in the last two games that Durant and Booker combined have scored more than the rest of their team. Right. So I think it's safe bet say it's going to continue. I
1: I agree 100%. Booker has unlocked some sort of superpower that has
0: lain dormant within him. <laughs> okay, JD. <JT. laughs> <laughs> All right, a Suns bench player will score at least 8 points in game 6. Just any bench Which doesn't seem like very much, but their bench sucks. Their, yeah. I'm Landry saying, Shamit might yeah. come uh, on and, and hit a few threes, in which case I think it's safe. You say no? I say no. Okay. You put it. You think Shamit can come up with eight? Well, he's scored a bunch in not in not the last game, but the game before. <sighs> yeah. Nine points, not a lot. All right. Uh, Devin Booker is shooting sixty nine point nice. four nice percent from the field at home in the playoffs. Will Denver hold him under sixty percent in Game Six? I say yes, going back to my original answer that uh, the Nuggets will win. Okay. Perfect. So that's it. We just did it. I mean, now you could have, of course, you could have picked also for Celtic Sixers. I mean, you could pick for any game, you could pick for baseball, which we don't know anything about. Maybe we have to have Tassie (laughs) on to ask us about that. Sure. Um, But you go on, you answer the questions, and that way you have a record of what you got right and what you got wrong. And then you can brag to your friends, hey, I told you the Nuggets were gonna win. Say, so yeah, but you're only saying that now. They said, no, look, <laughs> download the Stakes app and then you'll know for sure. So can I just tell you what you need to do to play? Yes, please. Like we just did? Yes. So if you're in Canada, and the US, all you need to do, open up your phone, go to playwithstakes.com slash is this good. That's how they know we sent you. Okay. A page is gonna open up. You're gonna download the app. You're gonna make your picks. Follow is this good on the app and you can see if you did better than me and JD. Probably not, because we're geniuses. <laughs> um, but that's that's all you need to do. Playwithstakes.com slash is this good down the app, make your picks. So can I see what your what what you picked and stuff? Like can we go head to head kind of thing? Uh, that's a feature that's upcoming. Oh, but you can got- if you follow me, you can see who's doing better. Yes. Gotcha. Um, and so feel free to Yell at me on the Discord, to send me an email, tell me you beat us. Playwithstakes.com slash is this good. And how all much right. is all this gonna cost? It costs nothing, that's the whole point, JD. Wow, I love it. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get to the comment of the week. The comment of the week is a very thoughtful email I received from Lloyd. All right, hey matty and JD, I'm wondering if you and the Peahounds can settle something for me which is rather high stakes. Metal, heavy metal as a genre is steeped in racism, sexism, and homophobia, while sonically loud, abrasive, and sometimes scary. It's also the genre of music that has the highest number of cringy gatekeeping imposed by its bearded, drunken, smelly listeners. And yet, I can't get enough. I play in a metal band. For those asking, it's more of an avant-garde experimental death metal, but that's neither here nor there. Lloyd, you're correct. No one was asking. And the vast majority of what I listen to is dense, satanic, technical shit. I'm a chill guy. In fact, I work as a counselor for college students. So is metal good? Have I been wrong this whole time? Love you guys. From Lloyd. I I want to just take out this whole, like, racism, sexism, homophobia, because I don't really feel qualified to speak on that. I don't really know much about metal, which is kind of my point in asking this question. What I'm more interested in is... This is one of the most popular genres of music, certainly rock music, of the last 50 years. Like, Metallica is enormous, yeah. right? Still, like, an enormous draw. Like, Enter Sandman played at every stadium. Um, I've never understood it. And I'm looking <laughs> at a man who is wearing an Iron Maiden trucker cap. That's right. That's right. Um, so, my question is, <laughs> do you like metal? And what am I missing here? I mean, I
1: do like heavy metal. I mean, it depend- I mean, I don't even know, like, what's this guy's name again? Sorry. The, uh, Lloyd. Lloyd. Oh, yeah. Lloyd Wabbit, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's, that's I, literally like Elmer Fudd pronouncing rabbit. <laughs> yeah. I thought of
1: Bugs <laughs> Bunny as, like, uh, a mega, mega musical writer, like Andrew Lloyd Wabbit. Or something, you know? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Do you want me to play his? Uh, I've listened, while I listened. I listened to it. So do you don't want me to play it off my phone <laughs> into the microphone? Definitely not.
1: Now, okay. Well, now... you start
0: talking, and I'll see if maybe I, I want to. <laughs> okay, if you feel that the, you must, I kind of feel like we should. What, what did he say? <laughs> Experimental death metal. Yeah, he's into dense satanic technical shit. I feel yeah. like people are going to want to hear what this sounds like. Okay, they're called Hex Trot. Hextrot.
1: Yeah. Or Hexrot. Yeah. Hexrot. Oh, my God. What's the name of the song he sent us?
0: Gloomrot. <laughs> Gloomrot. That's it. Okay. Well, I'll give you a choice. Do you want to hear Extant Offering? No, no <laughs> Of course. The... Metal is so good. The names are so good. <laughs> Gloomrot, Immolated and Inhumed. Yes. Or Reifying Impermanence.
1: Well, Lloyd sent us the shortest one. So, okay, play Gloomrot? that one. Yeah, okay, yeah.
0: here we go. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm hearing riffage. For sure. You're Staccato, hanging... like, almost math rocky, like, different yeah. time signatures. Yeah, like every Tempo time change. signature. Yeah. Okay, well, that's... Oh, a, lo- a lot of dynamics, like yeah. the drums are dropping out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's so that's that's all you get. Of, it's complex. Uh, it's very
1: technical. Very technical. It's uh, it's like you're sort of like wh- when does the song begin? You know what I mean? Like it's it just feels. <laughs> when like does the it, song end? <laughs> and when does it end exactly? And there's vocals on that song. Yeah, we should put a link to it in the show notes so people can actually check it out. Yeah. But the lyrics. Honestly,
0: it's it sounds technically good. Technically yes. proficient. Yes,
1: hard to play for sure. Yeah. But that's not, you know, like the kind of metal music that I'm into. It's like old Black Sabbath and old Iron Maiden. And, Mm -hmm. like, uh, and I, you know, I get, I'm an old person. Mm -hmm. But uh, this stuff is like, it's not pleasant to listen to. to Right. Yeah. But I find that the people who do listen to that kind of music are the chillest people. It's like they get all (sighs) of their emotional angst out through listening and playing this music,
0: you know, like. Well, but as a kid, did you, cause it is sort of like a classic rebellion music, like mm-hmm. an angry teen music. Is that when you got into it and did you identify with it? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it was
1: definitely, you know, this was back in the early eighties. Um, so, and it was, the album covers were ridiculously ornate, like, mm-hmm. you know, Iron Maiden is famous for their, you know, the Number of the Beast album, where mm-hmm. it's like their their mascot Eddie, who's on all their their uh, album covers, just like really intricately drawn, awesome vignettes of whatever's happening, and you you would listen to the album and look at the album cover while you were listening, and uh, it was cool. It was like almost cinematic, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but also very straight ahead, like uh, one, two, three, four. <laughs> You know, right. you know, wittily guitar solos and crazy technical drums, but nothing like the death metal type stuff that 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 guy's listening to. And, that, and another thing like, I, I I sort of compare it to jazz, like mm-hmm. really technical jazz, where it's kind of for other musicians. You know what I mean? Right. Where right. you sit forward and you 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 go, wow, that guy's really shredding, or that like that's really amazing what they're pulling off. But not necessarily pleasant to listen to.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. But it's also I find it like you're talking about Sabbath. I find it funny how when things come out, they're considered like so
1: heavy. Like this
0: is the heaviest music around right now. (laughs) And then all that needs to happen is like a a decade or two decades to go by, and it's suddenly just like classic rock. Right. You know, it's like you'll hear like you know Crazy Train or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah. At every basketball game, you know? Every
0: basketball game. <laughs> or even, I remember, like, when, when Nirvana came out. I mean, I, I'm not, like, hipster enough to say I was into them during Bleach, but certainly, like, never mind. Yeah. And, like, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit was heavy, man. Like, right? Like, those big pounding drums, totally. like, distortion when it comes in. Um, and now it's just, like, you hear it next to the Eagles. Like, right. Yeah. And, and it doesn't, but it doesn't <laughs> sound aggressive even anymore.
1: I yeah I get yeah, it's just mainstream. It's become mainstream, I guess. Yeah, which is yeah. Sort of the sort of the thing. But again, those songs are like just very well written, straight ahead rock and roll music. I mean,
0: right. You know. Versus this more like um, shreddy, weird time signature. Yeah. Um, it's more ostentatious metal. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Just almost it. like seeing how fast you can play, which is fucking hard. Like, yeah. R- totally. Playing riffs at that speed is. Yeah. And being locked difficult.
1: in with the bass and drums as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, dong <laughs> dong, yeah, dong <laughs> dong. But you know, like, Nirvana. Speaking of Nirvana, you go back earlier to things like, like Husker Du and uh, mm-hmm. you know the Pixies. The Pixies are kind of like the, the the grandfather of that kind of grungy sort of soft 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 loud 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 type yeah. of music. So I mean, I found Weezer way heavier than than. Nirvana, in a way, like
0: just bigger guitars, uh, but or smashing so more pumpkin. melodic. It's smashing some of the smashing pumpkin stuff is very distorted. Totally, I think, I think Husker Du is heavier than um, than the Pixies, to be honest. Oh,
1: hundred percent, and they like so badly recorded. Like, yeah, the, yeah. They, like they can't. The microphones in the studio couldn't handle the volume, the literal volume of the amps that are being played. Like it's it's horrible horribly engineered music but we love
0: it but we love it folks we love it love folks. it, we love love it. it. So, right, is so the question is metal yeah. good is metal the, good the good. answer is yes the metal's good yeah I, I agree with you even though I don't like it it's 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 got to be good it's like a 50,000 Elvis fans can't be wrong kind of thing right <laughs> I think so yes and, and one last question do you did you fear the devil like like when you would say you were looking at the Iron Maiden album were you like whoa this is scary yeah that's the thing like there was cuz i was like 10 when a number
1: of the beast came out mm-hmm. 10 or 9 even it was just like this is devil this is literal devil music
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just like oh the devil is a red cartoon character <laughs> like but that's sort of it sort of that's
1: what happens when you listen to it because it's just like oh it's just music it's just like awesome music you know, like Crazy Train. There's a backwards satanic message on Crazy Train. What does it say? I have no idea. I would fucking would never have the balls to <laughs> to listen to it backwards. It probably doesn't <laughs> so, so, say anything. There's a I bury there's a Paul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a There's a sympathy for the devil
0: as a backwards
1: uh, mm-hmm. message on That's it. That's true.
0: Sympathy for the Devil's a badass song, but it's not, <laughs> I wouldn't call it heavy. But probably for the time, it was. Yeah, probably Heavy? Not even. I, That's I don't not know. even one of their heavier songs. And it's got a doot doo. Yeah. Hoo-hoo. So no But it's but literally I, about the devil. It is literally and about the devil. And having sympathy for the devil. I, I would say that's <laughs> radical, controversial. For the time? Probably. I have some good news for you, JD. So I responded to Lloyd as I respond to everyone that emails in. Okay, so send Cat. me some emails. Um, he said, "Tell JD's tell, tell JD his kids' band can open for us on our next tour." Awesome. So that's big. Lincoln coming out of a big loss at the Spa Awards. <laughs> he needs something to brighten his day. Wh- what's the heaviest song they play? Uh, that uh, um,
1: uh, what's it called? System of Down song. Um, you know, uh, wake up. Yeah, that one.
0: Yeah, why can't I think of what it's called? What either? is it called? Um, Toxicity? No, no, that's the name of the album. Uh, uh, okay, talk for three seconds. I'm going to uh, tell you because it's because people are people are doing the dishes, screaming the name. I'm just
1: trying to imagine their band, Mongo Pretty, opening up for this death. Oh, metal. Chop Suey! Chop, chop suey, suey! Exclamation God, point! Dreaming. How did? Fuck! It's embarrassing. That's very embarrassing. Uh, I'm just trying to picture their band in front of this crowd of like <laughs> hardcore metalheads going. What what am I what? They're playing uh, you know, careless whisper up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well they're gonna, they're gonna have to
0: get into some heavier material. I want to hear some Slayer, <laughs> some Megadeth, some Pantera maybe. That was you know, but that was a they got long hair. They could do that thing worth hair. They, they definitely could, could. They look like metalheads. They do look like metalheads. Yeah, and they kind of
1: are, I guess. but with it, their band has no genre. that's the thing. I mean, like we like Faith No More, which was a pretty heavy band back in Uh the day. Yeah, they would do uh, they would do the Commodores' "Easy," and they would be like, and and Mike Patton would come out and he'd be like, "You guys ready for the cover?" And uh, (laughs) you know, because they they had released a cover of War Pigs, right? Uh And uh, he would totally troll the audience, be like, "Here comes the cover," and you think it's going to be War Pigs, and they play "Easy." By the Commodores, like note for note, like they don't even. It's like the Commodores are playing. This is like as an easy as Sunday morning. Yeah, easy as Sunday morning. Oh wow! You Look it up. They they released it as a single. It's uh, it's like spot on. Hmm. Well,
0: respect to them. Yeah. Maybe your kids should cover that too. I've suggested it more than once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's the show for today. We got a great show coming out next week, though. C.J. Toledano. He's a stand-up community. He's super into basketball. He's done some stuff with Turner. He is a sports-focused production company where he's been doing some shit for Nike that we'll get into. I'm not quite sure what it is. Nice. But super funny guy. He's coming on. Uh, go back and listen to the episode with Ariel. And look, I'm, I'm mispronouncing his name now. <laughs> Ariel? I thought I mispronounced Ariel. his name. Is it Ariel or Ariel? Well... I think it's Ariel, but that's also The Little Mermaid is Ariel. Yeah, but that's... No, or is it R-E-L? No. I don't We've know. gone too far, JD. Uh, email us <laughs> at isthisgoodpod <laughs> at gmail.com. Subscribe everywhere. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Patreon. This was JD and Matt reaching out from the great beyond, and we'll see you next week.